Boston College football returns this week with the start of summer camp. Today, we're going to look at three games that could be potential upsets for Boston College and three games you might want to be a little bit more nervous about. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey folks, this is AJ Black. You are now listening to the only daily Boston College podcast out there. We do this five days a week. We're doing this from now on until May. Five days. You can count on Boston College news and analysis. You ain't going to find it anywhere else. All right, so this week on Friday, Boston College football opens up their summer camp in preparation for the 2022 season. And I was thinking about some of the things that we could talk about. And we've got some shows coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the battles going on in in camp but today I want to look at the schedule up ahead you know a lot has been made of you know where BC has been placed they were placed sixth by the ACC media and I'm going to look at three games today that I think they could potentially pull off an upset based off of better uh, lines and being an underdog and three games might be a little bit tighter than maybe what we are expecting so let's kick this off with the games that BC might need to be a little bit more worried about. These are games that BC are trap games for the Eagles. Now, for these games, I'm expecting BC to be a favorite or close to, you know, even odds on in these games. BetOnline probably will have them either like, you know, a couple points favorites, a couple points as underdogs, but these are games that I think that BC should worry about. The first big one for me is Syracuse. Now, Syracuse is at home. It's the end of the season. And the reason why I worry about Boston College at Syracuse is Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker last year uh, was one of the best running backs in the country. He is dynamic. He is one of the best I've seen in the ACC in a while. And BC is poor against the run. Run They have been for you know a couple years now. And they're going to have to really bring that up. They were 92nd in the country last year against the run. And what worries me most about this game and why I put this as a big-time uh, upset alert, as I, I expect Syracuse to be near the bottom of the con- conference. I think they're not, other than Tucker, I don't see them as being a top team in the ACC Atlantic. I think BC should be better than them. Just my prerogative, my perspective on this, right? I think this game lines up poorly for where BC uh, and Syracuse play. First of all, it's in Boston College. It's in, the, I th- believe it's the, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So it's going to be cold, which always uh, favors running teams. It's going to be, again, Thanksgiving weekend. So you know the student ba- fan base is not going to be there. It's going to be quiet. And at the end of the year, and just the way that the schedules kind of line up and, and how call, and how football just a- ends up you know, playing out, there's always injuries. So you could be playing, as we saw last year with the Wake Forest game, you know, lots of backups. There could be guys out for the season, big defenders that you need. That is a major worry going against a guy like Sean Tucker because if you can't control him, Syracuse can control the pace of that game and they can win. So they are my first game, I think, of as an upset potential. Now my second game, I'm going to pick because I don't think BC will be a favorite in it. I'm, I'm actually guaranteeing they won't be a favorite in this game. But 
I think BC should beat this team just based off of where the two programs are at and throw away the Vegas odds. And I think BC is in trouble, is in for a bit of a challenge. And that's Virginia Tech. Now, BC beat Virginia Tech last year. They beat him during the Red Vandana game. That was the big game where Phil Jakovic came back. After the season, Justin Fuente was fired. They brought in Brent Pry uh, from Penn State. And they look like they have the ship going in the right direction. That being said, Virginia Tech lost a ton of talent in the transfer portal. They lost, you know, they don't have much at the quarterback position. They don't have much on both sides of the ball. That being said, what scares me the most about this game and why I put it as an upset potential, because I think BC should beat Virginia Tech. If, if you're giving me like where I think games should go, BC, even at Virginia Tech, should win. What changes this, though, is the, the unlucky draw that this is a night game because Blacksburg turns into a house of horrors for whoever plays there whenever it's a night game. And, it, you know, the, the Virginia Tech faithful get crazy. The stadium's louder than any stadium that, um, you know, BC will play at this season. And I think that's going to be trouble. And the big problem, I think, with the fans are going to make it harder on is that offensive line. BC's offensive line will play a Virginia Tech defensive line that should be pretty good. And it's the second game of the season in a very hostile Blacksburg crowd. So as much as I, I say I think that BC should be favored in this game, I am going to put Virginia Tech as another potential uh, upset bid for, for a team to beat the beat the Eagles. And finally, the last pick I'm going to make is, of course, UConn. No, UConn is not going to lose beat BC no matter what happens. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be uh, just condescending too much, but be, U, UConn's not going to have a chance. I'm not going to put them. It's Rutgers. So Rutgers is interesting. They are an eight point underdog right now against Boston College. I I don't think they're going to beat BC, uh, but. I saw Ben Stevens, who used to have a podcast on the Locked On uh, Network, saying that this was a flip, Corey flip game. It's not if it's an eight-point spread. That being said, Shiano, Greg Shiano at Rutgers has some good stuff going on. He's done a nice job recruiting. You know, they've, they're going to have – this is going to be a big game for them, you know, because the, they're battling – he's battling his disciple, Jeff Halfley, at, on the road against a team that always uh, beats them for recruits until recently. And so this is a big game for the for Scarlet Knights. And I can see them playing with a lot of emotion. And if they catch BC snap, napping, say, again, that offensive line's not playing well or they're not clicking very quickly, they could they could get to them. And, you know, a quarterback like Gowan Winsett, Wimsat, their four-star quarterback, if he gets going, watch out. I You know, he's mobile, which we've seen is po- a problem for Boston College defenses. I don't know. This is a game I want to watch as a potential upset. I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I would put this as my third most likely. I, I think the Syracuse game is my biggest one. But I, I think Rutgers is, is my three. I could not I, – I almost put Duke on here, but I don't see Duke figuring out anything on a Friday night against Boston College. So I can't do that. And I think BC is going to be – unfortunately for the Eagles, as much as I want to have see them have a great season, they're going to be – uh, underdogs in almost every other game this season. And I think that's going to lead to our second segment. We're going to pick three games I think BC should win. And we'll get to those in just a moment. Now, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. 
Create a job posting in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond in the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, this is AJ Black. We're talking uh, the summer camp here, and we're looking at games. You know, we, we've only got a month and a half, or not even a month and a half, four, three, four weeks until the kickoff of the 2022 season. And I don't know about you, I am pumped. I miss college football. I live in, in, in the Boston area and waiting for the Red Sox to, to figure it out. I'm done with that. I want BC football back. And I, I am excited to talk about this next segment, about three games I think BC could earn a big upset win. The first game I'm going to pick is on the road in Tallahassee against Florida State. Now, last year, Boston College didn't get a chance to really fully have their guns uh, fully loaded against the Seminoles as Phil Dracovic was pretty hurt. And that offensive line did a terrible job against Florida State's um, defensive line. But for this game... I'm going to put this down as a potential upset because I think you're going on the road against Florida State. Florida State's obviously going to get the the um, the advantage here on the betting line. They're going to definitely be the favorites here. But I like as long as Phil Dracovic is healthy here, and that's that's going to be my caveat for literally everything that we talk about in this segment. If Phil Dracovic is healthy, yeah, if Phil Dracovic is hurt, then whoa, we're going to talk a whole different story here, right? Well, if Dracovic is healthy here. They head down to Tallahassee in a game that I think I'm not too I don't think of like Tallahassee as like a a horror show to play like Death Valley or Blacksburg. I think it's 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 more of a every game I've ever watched there up since the Jameis Winston era has been pretty tame. So you head down there. You play against a team with Jordan Travis. Yeah, he beat you pretty badly last year. You can now have, hopefully, a weapon to counteract that with Kutrakovic. So I, I am not sold on Mike Norvell yet, their head coach, and what he's trying to do in my in Florida State. I still, there's something about this program that strikes me as they don't have the right head coach yet. And, you know, the last couple of years, they've been booting guys left and right. I mean, we have one at safety right now, Jaden Woodbay, uh, that ended up leaving that program. I don't see the culture and what they want to do there, like starting to to build. You know, I've been reading a lot of recruiting stories about Florida State. You know, keeping abreast on that, and even there, like they're supposed to be an elite recruiting school, they're not doing it right now. They're still losing major battles to a lot of the other Southern schools. I don't see it with Norvell yet, and I feel like Halfley sees what he has to do with Travis. Um, be, you know, based off of what happened last year, and hopefully he has the weapons to do it. So I think BC could go down to to, to Tallahassee and win that game. That's my first upset uh, alert pick. The second one I'm going to pick. I'm not picking Notre Dame. Sorry, I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. Uh, BC's offensive line against that defensive line in on the road. Uh, I have a hard time thinking it'll be Notre Dame. The second game I'm gonna pick though is Louisville. Now 
Louisville seems to be the darling of the summer. You know, they are they are the black horse. Everyone is behind right now. They're a borderline top 25 team. They're recruiting great, great. They've got all this talent from the transfer portal. Malik Cunningham is, is you know, the second coming of, of Lamar Jackson. Blah, 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 blah. I get it, right? You know, there's excitement around the program. That being said, I am, I, just like I'm not a fan of Norvell, I'm not also not a huge believer yet in Malik Cunningham. He's fine, but is he elite? Nah, I don't see that. I don't see him as elite yet. And BC gets them at home. And I think that's a big difference. You get them, you get, you get away, you get to play away from Kentucky. You get to play them at home. I like BC in this game. I think if they can slow down Cunningham, I mean, Cunningham only beat BC and <laughs> BC with literally no offense last year. They only beat them by like two touchdowns and BC held their own against them for quite a while. If you've got, again, Dracovic being able to move that ball and to kind of keep Cunningham on the sidelines, I like BC to possibly sneak out an upset here. So they're my second pick for an upset. And the, my top pick, my pick of DeJour, and I hate putting this one out there. I'll, I'll give you a quick story to go along with it. I was on a Clemson podcast, or Clemson radio show, actually, when I was up in New York on vacation two weeks ago. And uh, the guy was going down the schedule with me. He goes, yeah, I look at your schedule and I see... You know, ten, 10 games that you could possibly win. They're coin flip games. And then two games you have no chance against, Clemson and Notre Dame. And I said, hold on a second. Boston College has lost against Clemson twice in the last two years in Death Valley by six points in each game. They're playing at Chestnut Hill on an, in a night game during the Red Bandana game. And he didn't know what the red bandana was, which is honestly fine. I love to tell the story about it because that's kind of the point of all this, right? It's not his fault. Like, get to learn it. And, you know, he was like, wow, that's really cool. Well, my point being, this year, more than any year, Boston College has that chance to pull an upset here because Clemson is not perfect this year. Their defensive line is the biggest concern and my biggest reason why I'm really concerned about picking this because if BC's offensive line doesn't have the game of their life, you know, that group of Miles Murphy, Brian Brees, you know, all those guys up front, they're going to be a major issue. But if BC can hold their own there, I like their chances of potentially pulling off an upset here. And I'll tell you why. I still do not believe in in Clemson's offense. Will Shipley's a good running back. And maybe DJ Uagale is going to figure something out here. But, man, if he doesn't, not having a quarterback is a major issue, as we saw with BC against Clemson last year where two teams really didn't have a quarterback. So if Boston College goes into this game, they get the offense going, the defense is playing okay. I, let, I You know, the intangibles with this being a night game, this being the red bandana game, there's weirder things that could happen. And and you know what? This may be just a shot in the dark. And I, if I was a betting man, would I bet on it? Uh, depends on what the odds are. Would I bet on BC straight out? Probably not. But I'm saying right now. Right now, we're talking in August. We're, we're you know, hope springs eternal for the Eagles every August. And, you know, this game could turn into BC losing by 21. I don't know. I'm thinking, just looking at what's happened in the last two years, you get a hopefully a healthy Boston College squad with all those other things that I just talked about. This could be a game that they upset. And I didn't put Notre Dame on there, as I said earlier. 
NC State, uh, they're they're probably the best team in the uh, the ACC. I'm not going to put that on there. Wake Forest scares the crap out of me based on where this defense is at. So those are that's where I'm at. Do you agree with me? Do you think there's an upset game that you think is a better choice for Boston College? Hit me up at Locked On ACC. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Now in our final segment, I'm going to get into the start of summer camp. What to expect. And maybe a little bit about some things to watch for as we head into the weekend. Now, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, Esports, and even Golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They've got you covered. As I said, we're talking about BC football here. If you want to get in, the odds are six and a half wins for BC. If you think they're going to do better than that, you can head over to BetOnline and put a little action down right now. So head on over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening over on the site. So head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. AJ Black here. Happy Monday. I hope you've hit that subscribe button to Locked On Boston College on YouTube. As I've said, it only takes five seconds. We're going to have extra episodes that you're not going to find on the podcast. And I, what I liked about the YouTube page is if you liked interacting with other BC fans or trolls trolling Boston College, our comment section for some of our, our videos are pretty active with some great commenters. So all you have to do is go over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. It is absolutely free. So all you have to do is hit that subscribe button. You're done. You're going to be getting more Boston College news than you're going to get anywhere else. I guarantee that. All right. So this week, Friday, August 5th, Boston College kicks off their summer practices as they get ready for their opener on September 3rd against Rutgers. For many of us, this has been uh, the this is this is really the kickoff for college football. You know, you're going to start getting your daily reports from Boston College football, athletics. You're going to see uh, press conferences with Jeff Halfley, Phil Dracovic, Zay Flowers, all the all the uh, leaders on the program, even the assistant coaches that you don't see during the regular season. You got media day. There's a lot to get excited about. So wh- what do you expect for summer camp? So first of all, Friday, that's the first couple game, first couple practices. I'm sure you're going to hear Jeff Halfley talking a lot about taking it uh, slow. They're going to get into things really, you know, not not slow, but in terms of physicality, they're not going to get in there big. So you're going to see guys without pads. They're going to start really starting to look at installing different parts of their playbooks as the weeks progress. So you'll start, you know, with you know, red zone offense, red zone defense, situational third down drills, tackle drills, all kinds of things like that. That's going to kind of kick off the beginning of practice. Then you're going to have a handful of scrimmages in between. That's interesting to see what they choose to do with scrimmages this year. Interestingly, under Steve Adazio, he left, uh, you know, he had, he had, I believe, a couple scrimmages that were open to the public that you could go and watch. Halfleys are locked down like uh, Fort Knox. Uh, last year, I don't even think the media could go to it. I didn't go last year because of uh, some, some COVID ish- issues. But, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see if he lets the media in this year. But that's a good chance to see situational football, seeing how the ones and twos kind of gel together. But as I said, I'm going to be going to some of these practices. I'm going to be going to some of these um, press conferences. So you'll you'll hear me. You'll probably hear my voice on some of those uh, audio and video files. And hopefully I ask you some questions that you're going to get to know. But what you should not expect 
and I and I'm gonna tell you straight out right now is I it, if there's things like specific types of plays or really big surprises that uh, you know we get to watch during a media a part of the availability, I cannot tell you about it. I'm gonna tell you flat out right now, okay? That's the easiest way for me to get my um my my credentials yanked. So I could tell you, hey, you know, Jack Conley looks great out there with the ones. I could tell you, uh, you know, these five offensive linemen played with the ones. But if, you know, I see that there's a certain type of play where, oh, Xavier Coleman's doing X, Y, and Z, I cannot tell you about that. So there'll be certain things. And just to kind of, you know, in the years past, I'm not sure how they're going to do it this year. BC is pretty stringent on how much practice the media gets to see. So don't expect me to give you like hours of, of practice breakdown. Like the NFL guys, they get to go to practice for like two hours. You know, sometimes we get like 20 minutes, half hour. And sometimes they're just doing like tackling drills. So don't get, you know, don't get too, too bad about that. And hopefully BC does, they do a nice job of giving you some, some details as well. But even, even after all that, and we're going to get a chance to talk to the coaching staff. Um, and, and, you know, I credit to Jeff Halfley. He's usually very honest. He'll tell you what guys are looking good um, and things like that. The other piece I probably won't give it, be able to tell you about, but, you know, if I see it, I'll try to get the coaches to talk about it, is injury stuff. Usually they're pretty guarded on that, um, and I can't break, you know, what's not allowed and what things like that. So just to give you a little bit of heads up so you know what to expect on my reporting on practice and what you don't shouldn't expect because I'm going to try to do what's not going to get my, my butt kicked out of practice. I'm telling you that right, right now. So, but well, you know what? You're going to get some good insider BC info for me. And I think you're going to really enjoy that. And we're getting closer and closer to the Rutgers game. So keep your, keep your eyes on our podcast feed. Keep your eyes on my Twitter feed at AJ black underscore BC. And if your friends are talking about the start of the season, they're getting excited. Tell them about this podcast. Say, Hey, Check out Locked On BC. It's a daily BC podcast. It's 20 minutes. It's a great first listen every morning. I think you'll enjoy it. I think, and if you do that, it'll help this podcast grow. We have grown like 120% in in a year. And it's great because it's all because of you guys and and your dedication to listening to this. And I want to thank each and every one of you that have made Locked On Boston College part of your daily listen. Now, tomorrow, we're going to get into the... Um, positional battles that you could expect from summer practice. Who is, where do we expect to see some surprises? Where do we expect to see some really big challenges and maybe some new names that pop up? You're going to want to make sure you check that out tomorrow. This is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Sports Network. Check me out there. I'll see you again tomorrow. Take care, everyone.